Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult Series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME CE credit. Aaron is a 32-year-old factory worker who comes in complaining of heel pain in his right foot. It's been present off and on for the last few weeks. It bothers him greatly when he first gets out of bed in the morning and also if he's been on his feet for a long period of time. He's been trying to lose weight and has recently been trying to do some slow jogging on a treadmill and that's only seemed to make matters worse. He took some ibuprofen for the pain without much benefit and comes in to the office because some guys at work told him a cortisone shot would fix this. Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Dr. Alan Ehrlich, Associate Professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and Executive Editor of Dynamed. Alan, good morning. Good morning, Frank. So I've had plantar fasciitis, and so I can truly appreciate Aaron's condition. Can you tell me a little bit about what plantar fasciitis is and what are some treatment options for him? So I too have had plantar fasciitis and it's an inflammation of the fascia which is a soft tissue connection along the sole of the foot and it is where the muscles coming out of the calf are attaching to the bottom of the foot so that as we walk you know, the, the calf muscles contract and it makes the foot go up and down and helps propel us along. So uh, it's obviously a very important part of our anatomy. And this problem is one in which there is a lot of uh, pain from that inflammation, and particularly in the heel area. And patients will often report that when they first get out of bed in the morning, that's when it hurts, or it hurts after they've been standing for a long time. Again, Aaron, as a factory worker, might have that type of problem. How about the treatment? Any, any suggestions of what the mainstays have been? Well, there are a lot of different treatments. And obviously, anytime someone has a pain, they'll start with things like acetaminophen or a non-steroidal uh, anti-inflammatory drugs. Beyond that, there are, uh, are, are certainly some non-pharmacologic treatments that work well. There are stretching exercises where the calf muscles are stretched. Some people use heel pads in their shoes as an insert, and that can provide some comfort, ice to the area. These are all things that have some benefit. Beyond that, there are things that when someone comes in to the office, uh, we can do, uh, particularly uh, soft tissue mobilization has been shown to be a very effective treatment and it's recommended. There are other treatments that are done with varying degrees of uh, evidence, and one of them is corticosteroid injections. I've given them you have to have someone who's really desperate who wants to get uh, a needle stuck in their heel, but you know, I've certainly done it on, on patients. Is there efficacy for corticosteroid injections for plantar fasciitis? Well, the data is all over the map on this, uh, or at least it has been until uh, there was a nice systematic review that was published. Interestingly, a Cochrane was done uh, a couple years earlier, but that Cochrane was not quite as good as the most recent uh, systematic review that was published. And it actually found that compared to placebo injections, corticosteroid injections did not have a net benefit either in the short term or the medium term. Now, I will say that there, was, there were wide confidence intervals in this systematic review, and so the possibility of benefit could not be excluded. But if you're looking at where the confidence intervals fall, 
there was certainly, uh, it is possible that the placebo was more effective than the corticosteroid injection. Wow. I, I mean, I think that's pretty interesting, and, and I agree with you. The uh, consideration of a corticosteroid injection is certainly for someone who's failed all other options, and, and to hear that even in the short and long term there probably isn't a benefit, that, that, that's pretty telling. What, what are the complications of, of steroid injections? First of all, there's pain. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. There really are. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, you can have uh, infection. You can get uh, subcutaneous atrophy of fat, pigmentation changes, and potentially nerve injury. You know, what's interesting, though, is if you talk to patients who've had these injections, very often they will report that the injection helped. And so this is why the new uh, systematic review that looked at the data is so important. Why would people report that they got better if it's no better than placebo? Well, there are a number of reasons. One, of course, being the placebo effect itself. Secondly, when people come in and they're desperate enough to have pain uh, that they want an injection in their heel for, they're usually at their worst. And there is a concept known as reversion to the mean. And things like pain or depression, patients come in when they're at their worst, so no matter what we do, just getting back to baseline seems like an improvement. So it can be very misleading. The quality of the data here is absolutely terrible. The average number of participants in each arm of these trials is about 28. So you don't have studies with hundreds of patients to really tell you what what works and what doesn't. Well, then let's talk about what works and what doesn't. Um, What what does the best evidence say? If you're you're going to be treating Aaron today, what are you going to do for him? So I think the best evidence is to be instructing him on the stretching exercises. There's evidence that taping uh, can help, and the manual therapies, as I mentioned soft tissue mobilization of the sole of the foot as well as the calf muscles. There are often adhesions in there that are responsible for pain, and that soft tissue mobilization uh, can break those up. How about those um, over-the-counter or expensive uh, insoles? The orthotics? In, in orthotics. Yeah. yeah. They don't seem to provide much lasting benefit, although, again, the heel, the heel cups, a viscoelastic heel cup, can provide comfort, though it doesn't necessarily make the problem go away. The problem often will go away with avoidance of uh, the exacerbating activities. So in Aaron's case, he probably should lay off the treadmill. He could do walking, but it's the pounding that comes with jogging or running that can really aggravate plantar fasciitis. Um, How about referral to physical therapy? Any benefit there? There's some benefit. Physical therapy compared to corticosteroid injections seemed about uh, roughly comparable. So certainly, since I'm not advocating corticosteroid injections, physical therapy is a reasonable option. But some of the mobilization, the manual therapy techniques are things that clinicians can learn to do in their office uh, short of having to send them. But if you don't have the time or the inclination, then physical therapists are a good option for that. How about some maybe a little bit more extreme things like ionophoresis or shockwave therapy or night splints? Yeah, so night splints probably have some benefit. The uh, shockwave therapy, I think the benefit is really not proven and that's an expensive modality and same thing with the onophoresis. Uh, again if you're sending someone to a physical therapist they might choose to do that as part of their modalities but it's not something that I would suggest we be uh, encouraging patients to do. Alan this is a really common problem I feel for Aaron it took almost a year and a half for me to get over my plantar fasciitis so I hope he has better success than I. Thank you for bringing this topic to our attention. My pleasure Frank thanks. Practice pointer, while corticosteroid injections do not appear helpful for patients with plantar fasciitis, manual therapies including soft tissue release are recommended. Join us next time when we talk about a new and evidence-based approach to dealing with prevention and treatment of falls in senior citizens. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. 
To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primed.com slash podcast and see you next week.